I'm Ashley. Hey, I'm Sierra. I'm Michael James. And we are the, the Chosen Retail Podcast. <laughs> podcast. Welcome to our podcast. It's our first episode. First episode. First one. So. First day on the job. Yeah. And we have. Nah, I'm joking. Nah. Nah. <laughs> I am. But no, nah, we wanted to uh, welcome y'all to our podcast. Like we said, this is our very first episode. Um, tonight's topic is going to be masculine trauma. You want to elaborate on that, Mike? It's going to be a good one. Because I'm the only male. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just putting all his stuff we on can, the We table. can speak on it. A lot of brothers out there, uh, you know, we hide our feelings because... We got to be men. We were taught we have to be men at all times. Yeah, right. Even crying is soft. Right, yeah. Taboo. Weak. So it's a good topic. Mm -hmm. We can definitely discuss this. I got a few things I want to discuss about that. Pop it off. Now you pop it off. Well, um, let's see. My question is, what makes it so hard for y'all to um, discuss your feelings? Um, Is it society as a whole putting the pressure on y'all to be extra masculine and making y'all feel like you know those emotions mm. aren't you know legit for y'all to feel or well here's the thing with that story it's two ways now because in my era of coming up we was taught as men to not show feelings yeah. on the soft side mm. today's generation it, it don't matter they, you can cry all day yeah they don't even fight no more, so, you know. They don't fight no more. They don't even fight no more. <laughs> so, me coming up, I came up with my grandparents, you know what I'm saying, on both sides. So, both my grandfathers and my mother and my father, on my mother and father's side was uh, me and men, you know what I'm saying? My biological grandfather on my mother's side passed away. He got shot in the head. Wow. Like, he was a man-man, though. He kept all type of different hustles, but we, my uncles was taught not to be soft in no... In no form of fashion. None at all. Yeah. And they had to always put on this masculine identity, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And you get called soft if you cried, you know what I'm saying? My grandma used to say, if you didn't, if it ain't cut or broken, you ain't going to the hospital. Right. So you had to start yeah. with that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Pain yeah. was even forbidden. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know why it's like that. Though. I think it's just the upbringing, environment, things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? And mothers, some mothers. My mother was was very hardcore. She was mm-hmm. more of a. She had more masculine energy. She did. Yeah. She did. My dad was a pimp. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to my father. And my mom was a hustler. So she identified more with the men in the streets. Mm-hmm. And my father mm-hmm. was. He was a man, but he was soft a little bit because I guess I think all pimps are like feminine, you know what I'm saying? But he he wasn't gay by a long though. He wasn't gay at all, you know, but he was, you know, a P.I. But he was a man at all times, though. Right. But he still was a, you know, bitch, you know, fans. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, man. I, I came up, you know, not, not showing no mm-hmm. type of softness at all, yeah. you know. Well, I'm sorry. Why? <laughs> I came out I pretty mean, damn no, because, good. because, you know, a lot of men don't understand that it's nothing wrong with exuding some form of feminine energy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't understand that there is a such thing as duality, and we, as women and men, we have both masculine and yeah. feminine energy. Right. And so, it's like, the thing about it is, you just got to learn to balance both of them. Mm. So, if you balancing those energies out, then, you know, 
you won't have toxic femininity and toxic masculinity and you can just be. Like, there's nothing wrong with... There's two ways to know? look at it, though. Yeah. Like, if a man... You want to be an alpha at all times. That's just the nature of a man. Your job is to protect, you know what I'm saying, conquer uh, destruction. At that, we, Men destroy shit. We've been doing this since we was kids. When we got mad as a little boy, we'll fuck around and break Superman. I mean, uh, uh, He-Man or G.I. Joe's, and then we got pissed off. But um, on another way, you know, you got females out here like some feminine people, f- feminine men. I don't know what that's about, but, you know, to each his own. <laughs> they want a man to cry now. Cry but in front of me. I think that's a good point. Cry in front of me. We equate like crying and expressing feelings to being feminine or to being soft. And, and it's really not. Just, like, a yeah, I'm just saying, that's how we were talking now. Yeah. Like crying yeah. is, is a sign of feminine. Yeah, that's why y'all breaking GI Joes and put a hole in the wall in a minute. It's not teaching coping skills. Mm -hmm. You know when you have to when you have to resort to any form of violence because you don't know how to cope any other way with your emotions. That's that's not cool. I think my my grandparents really getting me ready for the real world because ain't nobody gonna be taking their time to check your feelings. Yeah, that's no, that's real. You know what I'm saying? You go outside today, like nobody don't owe you shit. Right. So you guys have with it. Uh, I think they're gonna listen. <laughs> Tenant <laughs> as attitude. No, no, no. For no, me and women. Yeah, they're gonna say everybody. And I'm a father. You know, I got a son. I got one son. I got three girls. And I try my best, like, to keep my son on a, you know, yeah, be You know what I'm saying? Like, one time I got a, a phone call from his mother that he texted a girl some freaky thing. Mm. First thing I see, I'm happy as hell that ain't want no boy on the other end. Oh, man. I'm sorry. That's just how it goes. You know, you, I don't know, man. But, you know. I, but how would that have made you feel if it was? I don't know. As a, as a I don't manly know. man. I don't know. How would that have made you I don't know. I don't know. I uh, I got uh, gay cousins. I got a sister that's a, a stood to the core. Mm. You know what I'm saying? She, we damn near look alike. You know what I'm saying? She cut her hair <laughs> off and everything. You know what I'm saying? But I love her to death. I don't right. hang out with you mm-hmm. gay people. They the coolest people to hang out with. They fun as hell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But why do it make it different for your if it was your son? I don't know. Because it should answer. be. You I know really can't saying? answer that, to be honest with yeah. you. You know, I just want him to be nothing like what I faced, but I want him to be a man like I was. Yeah, you know what I'm but saying? him, you know, but if if he yeah. was on that level, I, that's still my son. That's still my seat. It, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little right. regardless, but you know, I was rooting for him to and be. And I think on, that's on, all. On like manly men, they rooting for they they boys to be straight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You a love them regardless. And that, that comes with I think the it's like a natural thing for yeah. And it ain't nothing masculine. wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? It's just the fact that you know, be prepared for if that's mm-hmm. not the case. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So. I was just happy. Mm-hmm. You know? was, the the fucked up part was she was a white girl, so I was like, "Nigga, be careful." Who for real? Like, don't do that no more. Don't text. Like, <laughs> you're going to jail, yeah. nigga. You're be, going to be jail. For real. That's a whole other conversation. That's a different right conversation. There, we can tap into that at a later date because that's <laughs> no for real. Yeah. That's something yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. So, what do you but, feel about your if you uh, with your significant other? You feel. Um, if they're being too masculine, is it too much for you? Or if they're not showing, 
You know, mm. their feelings is it not enough. I mean, what is it? I think that's a good question. I think for me personally, um, there's a balance, right? So I grew up with a dad. You know, mm. my dad was the provider. He was the protector. I didn't know how my dad felt, but I know that the business got handled. Mm. So I was never really exposed to men and their feelings, mm. you know, until I got older and after I was grown, I developed, like, a friendship with my father. Mm-hmm. So that's when we kind of got to talk about things on a deeper level. Rest his soul as well. Yeah. But um, as far as my relationships go, um, I tend to go for more masculine men in the sense of I respect your feelings. I want to know how you feel, mm-hmm. but that's not going to spearhead every conversation, every interaction. I think I'm used to dealing with a certain kind of man like my father. Mm-hmm. But... It's interesting because my latest relationship, right, he reminded me a lot of my father. And that's the thing that Mm. broke up. Because when it was time to talk about the feelings and when it was time to um, evaluate, you know, certain things, he couldn't show up. Mm -hmm. He knew how to provide. He knew how to get up and go to work. He knew how to um, do all the traits that we expect a masculine man to do. Mm-hmm. He even was a pretty straight face type of dude too. Like you couldn't even assess what he was thinking or feeling like from looking at him, but mm-hmm. tapping into that emotional side of him, it was hard. I had to chisel through like brick wall. And then finally, by the time I got through to him, and I was, was like, tired. over it. Yeah. Right. Like I was right. tired and he was like, Oh, I see the light now. And I'm like, well, okay, go see mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah. do you believe that, um, um, that's something that has to do like mental health. If a man doesn't show or express his feelings, mm-hmm. he keep it bottled up so long, it, it turns into a mental health situation. It could. I mean, I it's definitely possible. some trauma there. You know, if if they can't open up, like even like with my current situation, he really is not that type. Like he mm-hmm. don't really, you know, speak on that. I'm actually drawing it out of him mm-hmm. because I'm not, I'm not going to have it any other way. Mm-hmm. And see, for me, like I'm always the girl, the, the woman that like the guys that I deal with, they are mainly men, but their energy is a little bit more feminine in mm-hmm. terms of just how we maneuver. Like I'm more upfront. I'm more outspoken. I'm more, we're going to put these feelings on the table mm-hmm. and they kind of like intimidates guys. So they kind of like fall back. But it's like he's learning to, you know, communicate. And that's how my, a lot of men don't want to do that. But so, and even with my kid's father and, like I said, the guy I'm dealing with now, like, they didn't have strong, I guess, feminine uh, figures in their life. So that was the issue. And it was just like, it was kind of hard for them to deal with that. And they were tended to kind of look for their mamas in me. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. a lot of guys do do that. Like they have these strong masculine, you know, energies mm-hmm. around them mm-hmm. that can teach them how to be a man, but they don't have the nurturing side. Mm-hmm. They don't have, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so um, it's difficult. Um, and that's exactly why I even wanted us to even have this conversation because it's like, I've mm-hmm. dealt with so many guys that don't want to, or they can't open up, they yeah. can't communicate yeah. because there is some trauma there and they too ashamed to speak on it. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I can understand that. Yeah. But I've also heard from women that if if a woman, if a man gives a sign that she can run over his ass, mm-hmm. she don't want mm-hmm. <laughs> So then I have to yeah. put this... I've heard that too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This masculinity on at all times. I can't show no signs of weakness. How does that make you feel, though? Is that tiring? Is it something that you it want? It does get of? tired. I'm not going to lie. It, it gets tiring. But then, I have to say for myself, I'm 
so used to it now where it's like, um, I want to come to my woman and say, you know, I'm tired as fuck. I want to, I want to express my feelings. I want today. Mm -hmm. I want to cry because it's so hard, mm -hmm. especially just being a black man right. in this world. Mm -hmm. it's, of it's, course. it's heavy on me. And y'all deserve but it. I still got to be strong though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For her and me and, and whatever, if we got children, you know what I'm saying? Right. But it gets hard sometimes, though. And mm -hmm. to hear someone tell me something like that, I've heard this a couple of times, uh, not just from women I've dated, just inside my home and my family, like my aunts and my cousins. So if they had a man that they could run over, they, they're not going to fight. That's crazy. Because for me, <laughs> it ain't, mean, I mean, crazy. get it? But it's like, for me, it's not even about, I wouldn't look at a man like that. If a man expressed himself to me, I would be more drawn to them. Well, well, you know what I'm saying? Well, can I, I okay. guess I'm just... Let me, let me give you an example. You know, if, if, if we talking, right, and I say, today we're going to do this, and mm -hmm. you say, uh-uh, I want to do this, and I say, okay, and it's always, okay. That would get on my nerves. Now, that would get on I my nerves because it's like, take charge sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Make the plans. You know, I don't I like it. But it's not necessarily <laughs> you being able to be ran over it's some guys that are pushovers because i've been like in my younger days like i've seen guys and they're like you know they have pushover energy and i'm like oh i can't you know mm -hmm. but as i've gotten older i kind of can see things a little bit differently so i don't see it like i used to see it you don't think you know that's being a masculine man though and i mean just describe your, your there's a reason pushover. i mean i just feel like there's describe a, if a man this. is a pushover there's a reason behind everything i'm saying describe what, what would you consider being a pushover I don't know, like. So you can't describe. I it. can't really describe it because I ain't so never just had really a man a that over, was you able. Just don't wanna, you know what I'm saying? Is because I think sometimes women have a problem with submitting. No, submission is the issue too. Uh, it's a yeah. It's, come on, talk to no, me. No, it is. Talk to me. I talk it, it really okay. is. It really I is. I can agree with that, but I think most women will submit when they have a see. The, the idea of submission is submit all too. twisted. Yeah. The idea of submission is not saying, "Hey, I'm gonna let you run me." I'm, I'm gonna tell you what that's to not, do. That's, me. that's not like, what I mean. That's not the submission. submission to me but a lot of people saying, take that. Though. I trust you. I believe in where you're leading us. Yes. I support you because I know if I support you, then everybody is good. Yes. You're good. You're good. The kids, kids are good. Yes. The household is taken care of. So you strong in your masculinity. I can rest in my feminine mm -hmm. and we can balance this thing out together. Right. Exactly. But in a way, I feel like there's a level of submission that men have to do. And it's not necessarily to women, but it is to those feelings that they mm -hmm. have. Which is the reason why they have so much uh, masculine trauma because y'all don't submit to feelings, right? You know what I and mean. And then they and they think that submitting to us means we're running them over. No, yeah, right. we're not trying I can't to control say really, you. I can't we're really not trying to control it. you because I, I think a man is submitting right. when you just said I'm running the household. I'm taking care of us. My idea is for the best of. But it's more than just providing. Mm. I'm just saying, just the whole thing of what how she described. You know, for a woman to submit to a man, to right. a real man, you know what I mean? Right. So that man is still being submissive to that woman because I'm taking care of us. So I don't have to, though. I'm not obligated to. You know what I'm saying? I get it. But I'm being submissive about <laughs> making sure you eat. I'm just being real. I mean, it's, 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 it's two ways to go. It is. It's, it's a level of trust because it's, it's like got to be some trust and some understanding. 
when we talk about submission. Because you got to be willing to be, you have to be a man with a mission that I'm willing to get under. Do you, you, do you, gotta think, understand a do lot you of, think some uh, of this is starting with men from their mothers? Of course. A lot of it has to do, you know, that's like, that's the next episode, though. But a lot of oh, them, <laughs> a lot of that has to do with, you know, lack of, yeah, and, mm. or over, or some of their mamas may have been toxic feminists. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's a, it's a lot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And a lot yeah. of uh, guys do, a lot of guys do learn some of their negative traits from their mothers. Especially if they have, you know, been, you know, single mothers. Like, I'm a single, been a single mother, mm. you know, and I I had my kids young. And so, as I've gotten older, I'm knocking on 40, and I've had to think back to times that I've been that toxic feminine. And I have, am in the stage of correcting that for my kids, you know what mm. I'm saying? Especially my boys. Like, my girl, she good. But my boys, because I don't want them to have had a, a, I wasn't a terrible young mother. I was just an inexperienced mother. Mm-hmm. And I wanted, I want them when they, you know, are getting out there, getting women and, you know, whatever. I don't want them to think, oh, this is how a woman's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I want them that's, to, that's I want to be that example for them so they can like, even though I don't want the, them to look for a, a woman to be their mama, but I want me to be that standard yeah. so they can be like, okay, my mom was this classy woman. She was smart. She handled business. She was whatever, but she was also soft and she was also, you know, feminine and she was also good hearted and, you know, whatever. But, you know, it definitely has a lot to do with us as mothers, yeah. you know, when I, it comes I, to our I, I've suffered from um, abandonment issues. Of course. Mm. With my mom. You know what I mean? Mm. She left me. Mm. When my grandparents did, I was like six, seven years old. Have you spoken to her on it? Yeah, we. Best of friends, like that's yeah. that's my queen. I love her to death. I had to become a, an adult to get there. To get there, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it took a long time. I think it took to like my third child when I had yeah. my son. I'm like, okay. And what was it like? Because I thought about it. If, if I, I stayed with my mother, if she didn't do that, you know what I'm saying? Ain't mm-hmm. no telling what type of person I'll be. But what did my mother was, was in the street, um, and she was also using at the same time. Wow. But what was it that? um kind of struck a nerve for you to be like, okay, I need to heal my relationship with my mama. Mm, like I said, I, my third child, my son, I had a boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't love my girls no less. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's something about my boy. When I saw him, I saw me. Right. Mm. You know like what I'm saying? Answer, right? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I think a lot of it, like with the masculinity topic, is due to upbringing. I have a problem with trust because I couldn't trust my mom. Mm. And that's if the, the woman yeah, who the gave birth to me yeah. left The first me. woman that yeah. I was... Yeah. yeah. She mm-hmm. left me. Mm-hmm. So I think any, any woman mm. would leave me. Ooh. So I used to come up... I'm not the same no more, but I used to think like, you know, if I got with a woman, I'm going to fuck off first because if you fuck off, and I always had the mindset that you're going to fuck off. Mm-hmm. So if you fuck off, it ain't going to fuck with me as much. Right. right. You you hurt her. Yeah. 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 That's, like, so that's a defense that mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a defense mechanism. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's a part of me being masculine or I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's that one of these words. One of them. One of these words. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Now, when did you, like, uh, what was your example your first example with masculine trauma mm, i would have to say my daughter's father mm. 
Um, I was young, you know, it all looks good when you're young, it all sounds good. We knew each other from high school, but we dated after I graduated. Mm -hmm. He was a couple years older than me. Mm -hmm. And he was this, like, you know, fly guy. He was a rapper. We had, like, our favorite group was Outkast. We shared (laughs) that in common. He wore his A hats. Like, he reminded me of my brother. Just a unique individual. Always kind of marched to the beat of his own drum. And he was cute. You know what I'm saying? So that didn't hurt. What more are you looking for when you're 17, 18 years old? right? Right, Right. So, boom, we fall in love. I don't realize he has, like, mommy issues, mm. like, like I can't explain, right? I got mommy issues, too, but I had a dad. He got mommy issues but he didn't have and one. didn't have a dad. Mm. So, I started to understand that the ways that he would talk to me, the ways that he would interact with mm-hmm. me, it didn't feel the same as the Ooh. men in my family. It mm-hmm. didn't feel the same as the way my brother would treat me. Right. And I was like, something's off. Mm-hmm. I love this guy. We're the best of friends, but something is off. Mm-hmm. Right. And it all really, to me, after we had conversations, he had issues with abandonment with his mom, but it was later on in life. Mm-hmm. Um, She was kind of focused on herself, her love life. And the kids kind of fell by the wayside. Wow. Um, so when he turned like 18 or 19, she decided to move to Florida to go be with her husband. Wow. And was just like, all right, fend for yourself. You grown now. Wow. And I know 18 sounds grown on but paper. But it's like they but still need us. You're not ready no matter what age they are. Yeah. Right. So that's pretty much when we kind of got together. So he still hasn't even healed or processed those feelings with his mom. Where am I? What am I doing with my life? I'm just trying to figure it out. I don't have any guidance. So we kind of stuck together. Like it was like mm-hmm. a toxic bond, right? Trauma mm-hmm. bond. Is it was a trauma it. bond, mm-hmm. right? So I was Damn. so down for yeah. him. He was so down for me because we were all each other had. Mm-hmm. But the arguing felt like he was arguing with the dude. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, things just got out of hand from there. Yeah. Next thing you know, I'm pregnant. And has mm. he ever dealt with has no, he, he to still this day? does not have a good relationship with his mom. Wow. Um, he still does not have a good relationship with my daughter. Mm. Um, and I think that he's a brilliant minded person. But I think that the trauma really stunted a lot of his growth. It's overtaking his growth. And I really what think a baby like this. I mean, I, what you she, mean? She talking real. She talking highly. I can't you, help him, though. You, know, you get some baby mamas and they like, what well, ain't shit. You yeah. don't do nothing. That was about seven years you know what yeah, When a nigga tried to it, then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, when you a little bit younger, you kind of have a different way of looking at it. Yeah. And Because I had my moments with my kids' father, too. And it's just like, even Dang. now, it's just like, I know we two set, we in two different spaces yeah. in our lives. Mm-hmm. And he is, you know, I, I can see from a distance that he, he's grown. He probably mm-hmm. can see from a distance that I've grown. Yeah. But because there was so much trauma between the two of us, we don't need to talk. Yeah. Unless it's about our yeah. children, our adult children. It's, yeah. And it's like, um, he had a lot of issues, you know. Um, I probably won't speak on, on camera, you know, out of respect for him or whatever. But, mm. you know, he had some, you know, things growing up. His, <laughs> his, 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 his upbringing wasn't... Typical, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So when I met him, um, I was really coming off some trauma too. Yeah. And yeah. I had, my mom kind of had told me that me and my brother had separate fathers. We grew up thinking we had the same dad. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was just, it's just a lot. 
But um, I found out who my real father was. So I was dealing with abandonment issues and yeah. neglect and all yeah. kind of stuff. And with my stepdad and my father, my real father feeling like both of them abandoned me. Mm-hmm. And then when I got with him, I was kind of like looking for a dad. Yeah. You know, energy, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, we got the other. I could say it was a trauma bond too. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm mm-hmm. realizing that in, now. Yeah. It was definitely a trauma bond. Um, But even now, like he doesn't like, when we broke up, our daughter was probably like five. So she's 20 now, going on 21. They don't really have a relationship because she don't know him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our son and him are there very close, you know, but he doesn't have that relationship with her. And yeah. I don't think he knows how to have that relationship yep. with her. Yep. And I try to get her to understand. But, you know, she, when you a kid, you don't, you think, okay, I'm the child. Right. You got a child, you know, and Absolutely. I, and I get, I try, I've tried to have that conversation with him as well. Absolutely. Like, she don't have to come to you. Absolutely. But at the same time, if they're not willing to do the work to heal that themselves, yep. then what is it that you can say? Right. You know, just to be honest. And it's like, you know, I won't say anything. I'm over the stage of my life where I had anything negative to say about him. Cause like I said, I know everybody grows mm-hmm. and I do from a distance see that he is trying in his own way. Mm-hmm. Um, even with my daughter to a certain extent, but you know, he there's a lot of work I feel like he hasn't done. Yeah, but it's not I, it, it's not my place to even say that for him. You yeah. know, like I, we're not together, so it's, I don't feel like it's my place to even go there. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just feel like um, a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff has to stem with you know upbringing, like you said, and having not having that not just a a great father figure, but not having a great mother figure either. Mm -hmm. And so it translates over to your own children. It translates into your relationships. And it's like, when you get with somebody who may have been healed and you treating them like, you know (laughs) what I'm saying? I'm saying we not used to it. Cause I wasn't used to, like you said, a man making me feel anything less than what I, what Mm -hmm. I felt like I was. Mm -hmm. And so when I got into that situation, it was just like, whoa, like I had to do a lot of healing after that to boost my own confidence and self-esteem back up because it was one of those situations where, you know, you get some guys that feel like they got to humble women when, you know what I'm saying? And I, and that was my situation with him. I always felt like he was trying to humble me Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay. I'm glad you said that because like, I think a lot of men have issues with their masculinity mm-hmm. because um, a lot of women would take advantage of a man, mm. you know, no, for sure. expressing their feelings. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen it's, women it's, like it's, that. Yeah, for sure. yeah, I know a couple of brothers that don't mind expressing their feelings because, like, either you're going to hear me, I'm going to do something stupid. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, people would take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They can take that and use it for something like that. No, for sure. If I tell you something, don't throw the shit back up in my face. Ooh, and I've and been women t- got that bad. I'm I got that bad. Front. Like, I got that bad. Got I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, you I, got- I, I've been <laughs> told. Like I, that. He, to he said he, us and he like, I he got that he bad. Hurt people hurt people. <laughs> No, for real. Mm, that's, I've that's heard, real. I've heard statement. this before. Third episode. <laughs> no, hey, no, I don't know talk. what line that's in, but it's not. <laughs> no, over. real talk. I've heard that before that, that um, you know, it's I, I'll take something and put it back in, in, in the face. I'll be like, I ain't even know I'm doing it, though. Yeah. And yeah. so it don't be intentional. It just be like, I don't know. I don't know where the fuck it came from, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially when you feel like you're expressing your feelings. No one is hearing you. So mm. then you're like, well, you, you hear this then, bitch. 
<laughs> now you hear that. Yeah, people don't do that. You know, yeah. Now you hear this. Yeah. So yeah. you should be able to, okay, now you hear it there. Okay, now hear me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Since you heard it there, mm -hmm. was you not paying attention to what I was saying to you at first? I think that's big, though. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of men feel so unheard. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that, that's So true. it's like the only way to hear yeah. is to make you feel Let like shit. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've always had a problem with that. Like, I, I had to okay. tell a, a female, like, you want to hear me because I'm going to do something stupid if I'm not here. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to do something retarded. Not to you. Or not to myself, Period. but I'm gonna do something retarded because mm -hmm. it's gonna be so much of this shit built up. Right. I'm right. gonna take it out on somebody. Right. So, do you think um, that's a real trigger for a lot of men? Like, yeah, they feel like they yeah. have to consider, like, yeah, before yeah, you even yeah. say it, sure is. Feel like it's, <laughs> it's a trigger. Like, some, some, I want you to hear, it's only so much a man can take. Mm. We strong as fuck, you know, strong mind. Y'all have y'all breaking points. Man, everybody you know, does. For sure. You're human, you know what I'm saying? So how does a woman know when hear you want to be heard? Because I think, okay, just hear me out. Because there are a lot of women that are programmed into thinking, well, he don't care. He go, back to, go back to what you just said. There are what? A lot of women programmed. Okay. Mm -hmm. But we programming each other though, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. if you come in the house and every day you come home from work, you sit on the couch and you watch TV for 30 minutes, then you come sit at the table and eat, you talk about your day real quick, and then you go upstairs and shower, and that's that. Mm -hmm. If you do the same thing every day, sometimes we don't know something's wrong. Yeah. Or, you X. know. Yeah, where? Well, X. Mm. So. X. Yeah, yeah I might not even don't give me time to turn the TV on. So break up your routine. Don't give me time to cut that motherfucker on. I need somebody to hear. Even if I don't want to be fucking bothered, be act like you concerned. Just just come to me and say something. Mm -hmm. I'll let you know if I don't want to hear this shit right now. Do you feel like men aren't open or welcome to express how they feel unless prompted by somebody? Give me an invite. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Mm. Give me the invite. That's that's good. That's interesting. That's really good. Because I think from a woman's perspective, we're so quick to just tell you how we feel. I feel like this and I mm. feel like that. That's but the nature of a woman. We don't give you no. a moment to invite. We just kind of bring it to you. Mm. And I think for us... The majority of the time, we're thinking about these fucking bills. Yes. I know that line, so you... You know what I'm I'm just being I real. masculine As trauma, too. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, welcome back, everybody. We took a little hiatus, had to get our wind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what y'all want to uh, pick up on? I kind of want to be a little selfish, okay, as a woman. Let's, let's hear it. I'm let's... just feeling like y'all's masculine trauma affects us <laughs> in so many different ways. Tell me one. And... That's why I can appreciate these types of conversations mm -hmm. because I too am a single mother mm -hmm. um, of a 15 year old little girl. And I feel like some of the things that we have experienced as a family could have been avoided had her dad been a little more whole. Whew. And I have That's to good. navigate that as a mom. That's good. Um, being. Not just her mom, but also having to step up and do the things that a dad would have done in the best way that I can from a woman's perspective. Mm -hmm. 
So it takes a lot of juggling. It takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot of tears. It mm. takes a lot of toughness. It takes a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and it takes a lot of balancing. Um, mm-hmm. But it also sped my healing process up too. That's it. But I think because of his masculine trauma, not only did it create more trauma in me that I had to go ahead and heal anyway, but I had to also deal with the trauma that he inadvertently set up for me. Because your daughter. Yeah. 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 And I'm dealing with that same thing mm-hmm. right now because I feel like with me and my kids, father, we can't come to a medium because he yeah. will not hold himself accountable for his actions. And I'm having to deal with the aftermath. Yeah. Of everything right. I'm having to explain yeah. to our kids. Cause I've always been very transparent with our kids. I've told them if I may have fucked up, mm-hmm. if you know what his fuck ups were, yeah. you know, like I was very transparent from the gate. And so, you know, like my daughter, I feel like she has a different relationship with their father. Um, than my son does because my son, he's one of those. He don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. He going to force the issue. You going to deal with me. Cause I'm your child. Yeah. Regardless of if you don't <laughs> like my mama, you going to deal with me. Yeah. But my daughter is more introverted. So mm-hmm. she pulled completely back and she's always been a mama's girl. And I had to, you know, she has her own feelings about her father. And I, mm-hmm. I told her, I said, it's okay. I said, but I, I, I just recently told her, I need you to first deal with yourself and how you feel, you know, about your father before you can deal with your dad. Because I don't want you to take it to him in anger or bitterness. I want you to, when you present whatever you need to present to him, I want you to feel good about it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I have never, you know, like spoken ill on him. I've told them that, you know, what we've been through, you know, of course. And if it looked fucked up for him, it just looked fucked up for him. But I've never been like, oh, your daddy just ain't shit. I've never been like one of those. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I've had my moments to myself. Right. But to them, like, (laughs) I've never been that woman. He he probably thinks the total opposite. Yeah. But I've never been that. Like, I never made our kids feel like that. I've always encouraged them that still your father, love your father, you know, respect your father. Yeah. You know, and if you say how you feel, you know, whatever. I've mm-hmm. never encouraged them, you know, to do anything less. Yeah. I but it think. also, but I've had to pick up the weight because right. he won't deal with it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do you make a man hold himself accountable for, for right. when, just because your relationship didn't work, how do you make a man that has masculine trauma, you know, hold themselves accountable because they're, ca- they're causing their, tra- their children further trauma. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how do you even do that? And right. like, I'm not his mom. I'm not his dad. You know, I can't make him be a father. I can't make yeah. him heal from those mm-hmm. traumas. So it's like, how are we as women supposed to deal with that? I, like, I'm dealing with similar situations. Mm-hmm. Um, mine's may be a little different because uh, my oldest child, my first born, my daughter, she's uh, 22 now. And she's living a life that she don't have to live. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done, and her mother as well, done uh, so much for her to not participate in things that we've participated in. Mm-hmm. And... A lot of it has to do with, and I think a lot of people are afraid to speak on this, but a lot of the mothers push the child from the father mm-hmm. or keep the child from the father yeah, to try, to, turn, yep. to, to, try yeah. to hurt the father. Yeah, and that's And that's then you terrible. have to deal with 
the aftermath of the situation. Now you want to call when something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when I could have been there all along. Mm-hmm. Well, this the thing. Yeah. See, <clears throat> I may may not have been in the house to raise my child, mm-hmm. but I was never lost. Right. I was never not hard to find. Right. My phone has always been on. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I had situations where her mother damn near tried to kill me one time. Because mm. we didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And um, that right there hurt her so bad where she used my child against me. Mm. You know what I mean? But <sighs> Can't stand them type of women. But I'm going to be completely but, but, honest. Now, let me say this too, though, because... After feeling like this for so long, you're like, well, goddamn. I mean, what do I, I got to wait till she get older to understand. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not one birthday I've ever missed. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not one celebration or whatever, mm-hmm. holidays, whatever the case may be, I've never missed. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I've, I've never been hard to find. So she has this issue with me Um, now where she feels like it's abandoned. I'm like... How do you feel abandoned? You never. And yeah. you, I, I want to give you the story, but mm-hmm. is it really worth the time mm-hmm. for me to give you the story? Like your mom tried to keep you away from me to hurt me. That's, that's neither here or there. My my thing is I can only work with what we have right now, and I'm trying to give you what you're looking for. But if you don't accept it, I can't force it on you. Well, in defense of your daughter, I feel like she deserves that transparency from you. And a lot of our kids can't, they can't learn if we're not willing to tell them. Like a lot of us as parents, we don't want to tell them what we've been through because it may be too traumatic for us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But I found that I've, as since my, you know, I have a 22 year old as well. And my daughter's 20, Mm -hmm. my my youngest son is 17, but he's, his situation is a whole lot different as far as me and his father. Um, but with my older two kids, I found myself having to be transparent with them. Yeah. And in my transparency, they respect me more for it. Mm-hmm. And they understand why I was this way and why I was that way because I I couldn't hide it. And I didn't and I never I let them know. I said, if I don't tell you, you're gonna hear it and you're gonna hear it in a way that really wasn't conducive to what happened. Mm-hmm. And so I was, you know really transparent with my kids about a lot of stuff that happened with me and a father, like just my own personal traumas. And I feel like if you do open that up for her, she, she, she will, you know, respect you a lot more for that. And I feel like then and only then will y'all be able to get to that point that you're trying to get. My daughter was shot last year. I remember you mentioning that. And Mm. I went to Memphis and act the fool. Mm. And she got very upset with me about that. Yeah, my daughter. You mentioned that to me. You know what I'm saying? And I for thought what that was kind of crazy. From what yeah. I did to a boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? He ain't the one that shot her, but I feel like he was. It was his reason. I mean, he was, he the was reason responsible for her being shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I did what I did. She got mad at me, and I told her, "I said you want. I can't explain to you why I did what I did. Right? Be a parent, and then." Mm-hmm. Talk to me. Because as a father, all you feel like you need to do is protect your daughter. Yeah, right? but yeah. here's another thing. Like, with my other children, um, my son and my daughter's mother, um, 
my son and my youngest daughter has a grudge with me right now because mm. I left Memphis and came down here. I got engaged mm. to a woman and I moved down here to um, one, get away from the temptations of shit I was involved in. Right. Um, and second, to do a whole nother life turn. You know what I'm saying? I turned my whole life around. So I started with a career. Mm-hmm. Now, I've always had a career in music, mm-hmm. but I've always been in my children's life. Schools, you name it, I've been there. So when I moved here, it's like they felt some type of way. And I kept telling the mama, like, hey, um, tell them to call. Mm-hmm. Because they're not picking up the phone. Right. When I tell them the car, but they don't, I said, it's not the fact that you're telling them. Make them. Mm-hmm. Because you can call me <laughs> when something ain't going right. Mm-hmm. And that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't just yeah, call me to discipline yeah, yeah. my children. Mm-hmm. Because right. now, now I'm the they're making you seem like, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. That ain't cool. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. I'm going through a lot of situations. I mean, similar situations. And I want to speak for a lot of men out there who's in their children's life mm-hmm. and their children have some kind of grudge with them. Because I'm going to tell you something. I can't, if I can't take care of myself, I can't take care of you. I can't love you if I don't love myself. Exactly. You, as an individual, have to come first. Exactly. Your happiness has to come first. If I take a picture of everybody in this room and I showed it to everyone, the first person you look at is who? Yourself. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Of course. You want to make sure your smile right. You want to make sure your stomach ain't poking out. Right. You ain't got the double chin. Everybody else like, I love the picture. You like, mm mm. That's, that's, that's me. That's me. So like, you, you, still, you still right. come first. So yeah. I had to get me straight. And I, they don't understand that yet, but mm-hmm. it's okay. Because mm-hmm. every time, you know, when you call and need something, it's it, no yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. I'm, 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 I'm there for him, regardless. You know what I'm saying? But again, like I tell my oldest, I'm not gonna make you um have a certain type of feeling for me or a bond because we had that. I was the one that you came to telling your secrets that you haven't told your mother. Right, yeah. right. Things changed for some reason. I'm trying to figure out what where we was. went wrong. Right. You know what I mean? So. Is it the fact that I'm not there? Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like if I was there, I'd be dead or in jail. I was facing so much it. other shit. Yeah. Right. That's, you, you know what I'm saying? And when my oldest, I told her, I said, you living the life I've already lived for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't have to make You ain't got to. And right. sometimes it just takes time for kids to come to that understanding. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that too, you know? but I think it's my calm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I had a, a grudge with my mom so long. That's some honesty for your ass. <laughs> it's calm. Mm-hmm. Especially when, Ooh. when I feel like I haven't done anything wrong, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's still hitting me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like what the hell going on? Mm-hmm. But karma is real. No, I had a grudge with my mother for a long time. Wow, a long time. Mm-hmm. And that grudge I had with her had a lot of problems with my relationships mm-hmm. because of the, the 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 grudge I had with my mother. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Trust and Wow. I was a womanizer. I was a whoremonger. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Real shit. I was waiting on another word. <laughs> I was, I was a whole month. Real shit. And when I got engaged, I, I looked at myself like, man, come on. Mm. I don't want to die like my dad. You know what I'm saying? My father got married one time, and uh, he didn't stick with the lady. He stuck with her, you know, moved from woman to woman. Mm. I didn't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. He died at 42. I'm 41. Mm. Wow. I didn't want to go out that way. So I got engaged. And did right by a woman for the first time in my life. Yeah. And it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. So. I think they took that like, because when they met her, they was like, "Mm -hmm." they ain't give a damn. They ain't give a shit about my happiness. Mm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They ain't give a damn. Like, I don't care about this lady. Get back with mama. Yeah. Well, I can't do that. Understand. Yeah, they don't understand. You know what I'm saying? I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to all my children, my, I love all my children, mother. I love them to death. They the mm-hmm. best mothers. Even no matter if they mm-hmm. talk shit about me to them, you know what I'm saying? They still holding it down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What? Why? Well, I dropped the ball. They picked it up. So mm-hmm. I, I I honor that, you know what I'm saying? I, I salute them for that, you know what I'm saying? And I appreciate them for that. But then again, you know what I'm saying? No, it's, yeah, because you don't hear that very often. No, nah, it's know? just real shit. Like, I, my, I get my truth. And I'm happy with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, even if the, I'm so happy with me, I feel like the bad side of me or the shit I went through, you know, it's still my truth, and I can express that because I'm so comfortable with me. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I had to go through that to, to create who I am today. Right. I had an alter ego for so long who got me in trouble, got me shot, got me faced. I was facing 35 to life. So to change that, and I'm not going to say change. Nobody change. They learn because you can always go back to well, what we talked about when we first met, jumping timeline. Yeah. Yeah. So... Mm. A lot of this mm-hmm. shit has to deal with growth and you want to have patience with your children to say, I hope y'all going to you know, finally realize or understand, but I can't make you do a damn thing. Right. You're yeah. going to have to find out on your own, mm-hmm. just like I did with my mom. But a lot of this shit, I wish somebody would have came to me and said, you want something to say? Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. need to tell me something? Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But mm-hmm. no one came to me because I had to put on this this front mm-hmm. for so long of masculinity. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm cool. I'm, I'm tough. Right. Fuck the shit. It looks good. So it yeah. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it oh, fucked huh. with me for a long time. I've dated a lot of women. Man, I left women uh, open to possibilities when I knew I wasn't going to get back with them. Mm-hmm. I was doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I should have closed that door, but I, mm-hmm. I, I left that open just in case if this don't work out with this one, I always got this one set. Mm. And I had to change that. <laughs> mm. Right. Real that's shit. That's, that's, I know that story. Yeah, 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 yeah so. I know that story all too well. But a lot of times with our kids, like, they can't um, ascertain what we've been through because right. they don't have the emotional intelligence. Right. And it's like, I've you know, found myself giving my kids a lot more grace lately. Yeah. When it comes to things because they front and lobe, they develop till they twenty five. Yeah, that's real. You know what I'm saying? And so they don't have the they really don't have the capacity to understand mm-hmm. and to grasp what we've been through or what we be trying to explain to them until they get of a certain age. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, 
that's what I've been working on now is trying to teach that emotional intelligence, especially in my boy children, Mm -hmm. because it's not something that is prevalent, you know, with a lot of boy kids. Yeah. Because of the toxic masculinity or, you know, men feel like they got to just be just hard all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It'd be really up front. Of course. Of course. Because the nigga want to hug and cry yeah. on somebody's shoulder. <laughs> but there's no safe <laughs> you know space. But it's not no right. Because in this conversation, you said you got a man that was damn near identical to your father. Mm-hmm. So, I learned... Oh shit! I learned that uh, that women would um, <laughs> take on a man that's similar to their father, mm-hmm. and I had to learn that with my daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? What the fuck do you see in this thing? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he's an entertainer, uh-huh. you know, and mm-hmm. he wanted to be. He wasn't nothing like me, but he wanted <laughs> to be in the streets. You know what I'm saying? So she, she saw somebody with similar energy. God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she's still looking for gotta, you. Yeah, and it's somebody, and somebody else. With. Yeah. Somebody, right. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. why? But mm-hmm. then on another note, men look for women with their mother traits. Of course, mm. of course, yeah. You ever live with a man and oh god, I'm putting this out here. You ever live with a man and I mean, shit, the drawers are still in the bathroom. I'm waiting on you to pick them up, or it's not the fact that I'm even waiting for you to do it. It's just you just used to your mama. I'm not even used to your... my mama handling it. It's just the fact that I may have forgot, or I don't know. I was moving. I, I don't know. I can't describe or give it the word, but it's something about us that we still look for in the woman, our mother's trait. We want to cry. We want to. Me, listen. It's a little boy and y'all crying out. Yeah, like a motherfucker. Yeah. Real shit. Yeah. I want to, you know, I ain't going to say I want to lay on my, my mama's ass, but I lay on my woman's ass. You know, bam, lay on his booty. <laughs> Baby, let me tell you about what was going on. Like, even if you didn't ask. You just want that like, ear. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? But if you ain't willing to hear me, and and another thing, niggas got to stop being in these women's face all the time, too. Try missing somebody sometimes. Mm, that's good. Put the phone down. Yep. That cell phone fucked up a lot of relationships. Because <laughs> motherfuckers know where you at all the time. Mm-hmm. So now I, 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 when I come home, I don't even... I already know about your day. You done told me through text <laughs> mm-hmm. all motherfucking day. <laughs> this bitch, babe. You, like, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when I come home, what the fuck we got to talk about? Right. Besides what we fit to watch, eat, and how we going to fuck. Yeah. Because I, I know, you. like, I found myself <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? feeling like that, you know, like, I feel like we had to talk every day. But now it's like, I'm kind of good. Like, yeah. I really don't have to talk to I you like every it. day. Yeah. Like, I know where yeah. you at. You mm-hmm. know where I'm at. Like, I feel like as long as we keep the lines of communication open, you know, like, I'm actually good with it. Like, I don't have to, you know, I, I want somebody to have a space and yeah. have their life outside of me because I'm going to have my life outside of you. But when we come together, you know, yeah. whatever, like, I don't. I don't have to have all that in your I face. I haven't found my like, everyday person either. I like to... Make, I like my peace. Yeah, I like to... I think I've gotten to a place where I'm so settled in my ways that mm-hmm. it would take a special, special somebody right. to get introduced into my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I get masculine trauma, but it's a certain type of healing that you got to already kind of come to the table yeah. with. That I don't part. mind helping you get to that. Or yeah. wanting to. Yeah. I don't mind helping you with that residue. Exactly. You know, because we all have things that we still got to work on. And healing can be a very ugly and hard process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of times when we deal with men who have a lot of trauma, the reason they still do is because they might not be ready to face it. Mm-hmm. And But it's not, also not fair to put it off on that one person either. No, you know it's, it's not because so, yeah. whose responsibility is that but the person who, who's dealing who's with it. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. just like yeah. I had to dig deep and, and deal with some ugly truths to heal my traumas, mm-hmm. you got to do the same thing, bro. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can't coddle you into healing. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't make you see that that's what you need to do. You you got to be real with yourself. You got to, yeah, you, you can't know, fake yourself. you can't, you got to be real with yourself. Yeah. You got to be transparent with yourself. You got to allow yourself to feel all that shit, no matter how bad it is, no matter how much it hurts. Mm-hmm. Even if you know, like, you know, you were talking about me and not want to cry, go cry in the bathroom. I don't care how you got to do it. In the shower, whatever you got to do. Now I'm in jail. You know what I'm saying? But just. This how niggas cry in jail. But, you know, I'm it's in the just. Cry, nigga. But no, for don't real. Don't cry in this cell. Do what you got to do, though. I mean, in that situation, hell no. But in real life, do what you got to do to to spearhead your healing because, you know, just like y'all don't want a dad, that y'all don't want women that y'all feel like y'all got a father, we don't want men. We feel like we got a mother. Really, though? I mean... I mean, to a certain extent... I was going to say, I don't know, man. Each one, teach one. Each one, teach one. That's real. You got to be willing to learn, too, though. No, that's real. Of course. That's real. You got to be willing to teach. You got to be willing to learn. Lead by example. Yeah. And that's how I look at it. Like, I feel like, okay, if this person, if I really love this person, I really care about this person, I recognize this person has these issues, I'm not going to go over the top to coddle you. And I'm not going to go over the top to mother you. But I'm going to lead by example. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you really love me or you really care about me like you say you do, then you're going to recognize what you need to deal with. And you're going to deal with it. And we're going to get this shit right. Let me ask you a question. Off subject, though. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that uh, Zodiac signs is the cause <laughs> of people's behavior? I'm a... I believe in astrology. I do so too. But the I thing about it, it is it's not into, just... It's deeper than just your is, sun sign. It's way deeper. You got to know your birth chart. If you your birth chart, I'm saying you got to no, know I'm your birth, your whole though, birth chart. All of it that, ain't just about you being with a, all of that though. You know, is, is that still <laughs> saying that's people behavior? Do you still not necessarily? I mean, like, it may oh, just be they, they Taurus, character. You know so what I'm saying? Be nah. stubborn and bullheaded. Nah. I know a few times it's not stubborn. That's not right. I I feel I like I think a lot of that has to do with upbringing. That no seriously, it's upbringing. You know what I'm saying? Because it's only so much of your birth chart and zodiac that you can go along with. Right. Some people don't even know shit about no zodiac signs. All signs are not created. <laughs> I know some. I say that. And then if, even not. if you're saying that, you're okay, I'm a Libra. I'm October. But the signs have changed so many times. Mm-hmm. So who's to say that you're still that? Mm-hmm. I think there's an idea that there are some qualities you might have mm-hmm. and share with other Libras. Um, the way I look at it is mm. these might not be all of your qualities, uh. but these might be some of the 
challenges you might face as a person that mm-hmm. you might need to conquer. Like, mm-hmm. for example, I'm a Scorpio. We get a lot of slack. Like, ooh, y'all, y'all mean, y'all evil, y'all possessive, y'all. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm not jealous. I'm not possessive. But I might have been when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So... I look at it like these are things that I've had to master inside mm-hmm. of myself. Right. So these are what I could be at my lowest. Mm-hmm. But because I've learned how to take the traits that might um, be a little more intense inside of me and master them, those aren't issues for me anymore. Right. So now right. I can be the higher side of what a Scorpio is. I'm right. passionate. I'm creative. I'm deep. I'm got intense energy, like other things. Mm-hmm. So, because I feel so the same way. I'm a Libra. I'm a Libra, and I dated a Libra woman. <laughs> that was my road. We got along, but we didn't get along. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't say, well, why you don't act like me when it's, it's Libra time? When it's Libra time. You know, when it's Libra time, why you don't, and you're, you know, I, I don't. I, I just can't. I don't know, man. I, I I can't fully agree with that all the time because, That's like I said, I said, it's all about signs are not your, created equal. It's, it's not. They not. Created I just equal. believe it's your upbringing. To be honest, no, for with real. You. That's a big. Because I met. I'm, I'm a Leo, lives. and I've met other Leos who make the whole sign look bad, and I'll be like, "Ooh, okay." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they, you know, we get a bad rap. People think, "Oh, we attention seekers. We like attention." We. You are. No, no. <laughs> I've never. I don't. I, I do know Leo's like that. Yeah. But me personally, I'm more introverted. Mm. Like I like to be at home. I like to be by myself. I or have or have my certain group of people that I mm-hmm. deal with. You know, when I go out in public, just my energy is going to get me the attention. Mm-hmm. But I don't go looking for it. Like mm-hmm. people don't believe that I'm really, really shy. And I am like I kind of be like, uh, you know. But when I'm around people that I'm comfortable around, mm-hmm. I'm very extroverted. Yeah, I get that. But I just I'm to myself, and I've always been a to myself person. Mm. So it's just like I when I people say, oh, Leo's like, yeah, I know some Leos that do they exhibit all that, and I be looking at them like, why are you like this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, I'm just I just never been that person, and I have met other Leos who are more laid back like me, mm-hmm. and we just you know. Just we 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 do get a certain attention when we step out, whatever, whatever. But we don't go looking for it, yeah, because we know we don't have to look for it, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. Well, I said that's to say about the zodiac signs and things of that nature. Do do women think of that first when you know? I don't seeking someone. I don't. <laughs> that's not the first thing I Mm-mm. would think of. Um. It's one of them, but it's not the main thing it's, for yeah, me. It's definitely not the main. I've, it's definitely not the main yeah. thing. I don't think about that. Like, you know, of course, you know, when you look at somebody, you be like, okay, can I look at you? And I, you know, not feel like I need to throw up, you know, but it's not about looks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's like at the end of the day, like, I like a man to make me laugh. Mm-hmm. I like a man that I can converse with. Mm-hmm. And... I could talk about things like, you know, open communication. Because yeah. I'm the type of person, I have deep, deep conversations about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And both of y'all know this about mm-hmm. me. But I like those type of people. I gotta stop you sometimes. Yeah, you, he does me like this, like, <laughs> just like scale back. But Cause no, they ain't ready. Because they ain't ready. So, but mm. I like that. That matters to me. Yeah. Their mind. Yeah. Their mindset. That's, uh-huh. that's, that's automatically. If I talk to a dude and we just have a, a conversation in passing and his mindset is piss poor. 
That's yeah. a turnoff for me. No Automatically, you, I don't care how much, fine no you are. How, yeah. I don't care how much That's money right. you got. If That's your conversation right. is shit, I can't even. I can't even make myself attracted to you. Right. That's I not mean, even a thing. And well, let me say this, dude. Do, do you? F- I'm gonna say this. I believe a lot of people miss out on their blessings mm-hmm. for little minor things. Of course, because. I said each one to each one. It, it may be someone that come along that has the traits to become better mm. or become something. Potential. Mm-hmm. A potential. Ooh, you know what I mean? A... They may have the potential to be. dangerous word. Oh. Potential get a lot of people messed up, potential. though. Potential. Yeah. A lot of people messed up on potential. Potential energy. Remember when we, when we were in elementary school and we learned about kinetic energy? <laughs> Oh, and potential energy, right? So potential energy is this all that right stored here. up energy. So right now, my cup is sitting on the table. Yes, it and is. it has potential energy, right? And if I never do anything to move that cup, mm-hmm. it will continue to have potential energy for as long as I leave it there. Yep. Until I do something like this, that energy was kinetic. So potential can get a lot of people messed, messed up. up. Because you can hold on to potential for so long, and it's just like, okay, at this point, for who? Like, does that person have potential energy and they're willing to do something with it? Because I've been in situations where I've seen potential, and potential stays potential. No growth. And I feel like I make things grow. Like, I got Mm -hmm. plant full, I got a house full of plants. Like, (laughs) I feel like I can build a Mm -hmm. man up if I want to. Mm hmm. But that's why I was saying because it, it potential is dangerous. <laughs> potential is dangerous. I was taught recently when I got into what I believe that it takes that woman to make a man for God, mm. and but he has to have the potential. He has to want to. He has to want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. But no woman wants to raise a grown man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's not even about raising. It's You may not even be with this man. Or this man may not even be with this woman. To drop off something for you to grow. Mm-hmm. It's just we cross paths. And, and I had to drop this off. Yeah, that's it. I had to drop this off for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For the next motherfucker. Yeah. For you to be with the next motherfucker. I've definitely been a seed planner. Definitely been a seed planner and have had to watch men grow. Because I was just, I was just just engaged, man. I did something I've never done. I never thought I'd do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then most men would be like, you know, especially after my situation, be like, man, I ain't never doing that shit again. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. I ain't. Fuck these hoes, and I'm finna get a whole bunch of bitches to, mm-hmm. to, you know, to cope with that pain. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Right. But I love what I did mm-hmm. to come home and to one woman mm-hmm. to actually have my phone flipped up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To share my baby, the password is mm-hmm. check my email. Answer my it phone. It was a level of trust that you yeah, had for that's her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I enjoyed that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. what got the what, what became a problem was the insecurity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that was something she needed to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. 
Was there potential there for her to grow past that? It may was, but I couldn't stick around for that. Because I feel like you were stunting my growth Mm. to what I was trying to do. You Mm -hmm. introduced me to a whole nother career. Mm -hmm. You did this. So that was her seed in your life Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She Mm -hmm. served her purpose. Like a motherfucker. She served her purpose. Because I love it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, shit. I came here and was like, okay, I'm finna go to get a regular nine to five. I just was, uh, uh, you know, touring with all these mega stars and having songs on the radio and videos out and all these things. I met this person. These people know me by first name. So, like, I'm finna come here and I'm finna get a nine to five. Mm-hmm. I got here and I got a, a first aid CPR uh, certification. Mm-hmm. Worked at a hospital for the mental and disabled. You know what I'm saying? Physically and mentally disabled. And she was like, well, I guess she saw what I was missing too, though. Mm -hmm. I was still missing entertainment. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, won't you do this? Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to really, you know, get into that. Well, just try. Yeah. And once I tried, it became a drug. Yeah. This is what I love to do now. And you good at it. But then you take then she took to effect where I don't know, she took some of my past. Cause I thought I was comfortable by sharing my past. Mm-hmm. Cause if I was a dog ass nigga, you wouldn't know nothing about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I was, you know, just dropping this off to you so I could tell you where I come from. Where I come from and who I am now. Right. But you use that throwing it in my face mm-hmm. thing. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What we were talking about earlier. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it, it got out of hand, but at the end of the day, I enjoy what I did. I want to do it again, but I'm just picky. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What my, you mean? <laughs> I don't know you go say that. My son, <laughs> they caught <by> me. <laughs> I no, know. I totally get what you're saying, but I feel like when it comes to stuff like that, like I've learned to be transparent. But when it comes, I'm not going to go into extreme details about my past relationships. Mm. Because I don't want you to feel like you got to throw that in my face. I don't want you to feel like you could treat me how them niggas treated me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because some guys will do that and some women will do that. And it's like, with my current situation, like, I've told, we've been honest with each other about a lot of things. And I have told him that I was in an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. I have only lightly mentioned what my last, you know, what my relationship with my kids father was. I don't want to delve into it because I don't feel like it's important to talk about. Mm. But I let him know I done been through some shit and I don't want you to take me through that. And I left it at that. You know what I'm saying? And let him do with what he would want to do with that information. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And he, you know, he haven't even, he, he'll say certain things to me, but I have picked up on the fact mm. that he done been through some shit too. And he recently, you know, kind of mentioned like you know something to me and it made me feel like okay bet this is he thrives off honesty you gotta continue to be you know that for him because that if you're not then there may have been somebody that wasn't honest or and that's a sore spot for him you know what i'm saying so um yeah that's definitely i I feel like be transparent but don't give people the ammunition Mm. That's good. Because it's a lot of That's people. A, a lot of people will take That's what you tell good. them, and you thinking they love you, yeah. and ride your and, ass, and they will ride your ass and make you feel and make you feel like what you told them 
was you shouldn't have never said nothing. Yeah. yeah. Make you feel like you sleeping with the damn enemy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like I've learned to scale back. Yeah. That's you know? big. It kind of puts me in the mind of what you said earlier about um not wanting to tell women like not being a pushover so they'll take advantage of you it's almost like when you first meet a guy you start dealing with him mm-hmm. you basically want to tell him all the highlights of how men yeah. to treat you mm. instead you want of telling to. him the yeah. low lights because it's like now you feel like he's assessing what you'll put up with mm-hmm. and so if mm-hmm. i want to bring this to the table i'll get away with it because she put up with it before mm-hmm. instead of telling him no nah, he used to buy me flowers mm-hmm. we used to take walks and talk about you know our mm-hmm. future now I'm being competitive. And, yeah right. you know what i'm saying give him the best parts now instead of giving him the low lights until you feel like you can really trust that person with your most vulnerable right. and deepest you know feelings or experiences i'm t- i'm t- gonna teach you how to treat me up front and we'll see what else comes out of that when i get to learn you right and how you want to come at me and the person you're revealing to me because mm-hmm. i was told in the beginning you don't really know a man for the first six months He's hiding his true self. He's hiding his triggers. He's hiding his traumas. This is a fact. <laughs> wow. No, that, yeah. that's... no this, is, this is a fact. Yeah. This is a fact. Um, when I became serious, I didn't. I, I started uh, giving who I was up front. When I wasn't serious, you wouldn't know shit about me. No, unless mm, you, not a damn thing. Let you listen to my music or read my interviews and magazines. <laughs> Or saw my ain't telling nothing. I'm gonna yeah. tell you shit. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Um plus I also felt like that uh pushing women away. Uh all your truth. And we feel yeah. like it pushed wow. y'all away too. So Because yeah. I got it's, it's, a fucked up yeah. background. Yeah. My background is terrible. Yeah. But it it's who is what made me who I am today. Mm. And I've done so much wrong to people. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of dirt. I've used women. Um, I think I fucked over them a lot. You know what I'm saying? And that was due to your trauma. It was. That spearheaded it. All of that for you. Yeah, but yeah. I love the shit on my mom now. I love the then too. But like. And that's probably why you're able to treat women. As good as you do. Yeah, now. better not like because like, you're, I'm cool you're, you with. healed that that that. Yes. Yes. That it that what now, they call it. Don't, the don't get it twisted, man. Yeah. I'm I'm not in a relationship with nobody right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm um dating. You just dating. You doing you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm dating. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And especially with what I got going on, I it's half like the conversation we had about a road coming up, mm-hmm. I was testing a few people. Right. Just to see. Just to see. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? And of course. I I was looking for an answer though. And no one could really give me the answer I was looking for. All I heard was, I don't know about that. And I heard was, mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't get that. What nigga, what, is, what, they, what they talking about? Right. Because at the end of the day. Because I, I know who the fuck is. He, he <laughs> brings it in him. When he told you us what, what they were talking about, I was like, shit, nigga, do you. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? Like, I, but I was know? looking for that from, you know. The people that you I'm dating, dating. Mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Who I'm going to take serious, right? Right, right, right. So, you know, I didn't get the answer I was looking for. It's like, okay, well, I can't tell you uh, that I want to take it to another level. No, we just kicking shit. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't. And that's, you're not gonna wheel smith me. I don't want a woman too. to wheel smith me. That's a big thing for y'all too. Is that y'all feel like you know if <laughs> you can't open up and tell a woman certain things, you ain't gonna want to move forward. Yeah. So I definitely understand that. Um, because my brother even mentioned something to me recently about like, you know, when it comes to women, if we move, if a man feel like we move a certain way that's not conducive to where he's trying to. Mm. What he's trying to build, what he's trying yeah. to do. Say, for instance, you know, you being a single father, you know, mm. you want a woman around your children that you feel like your children can grow, you know, grow from too. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If if you feel like we over emotional, you know, whatever, you ain't gonna want us around your your kids. No. You know what I'm saying? And and vice versa. Like if we don't feel like the man that we deal with is a positive influence on in our kids. Like, we ain't gonna want you. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, and I get what you were saying. Like, you, you wanna know that I can come to you with that. And this is your, the way that you feeling yeah. about it is, is, is in, in alignment with how I'm feeling about it. Yeah. So, Bef- yeah. Before I got, um, I think it was before I turned 35. Mm hmm. Um, I was really uh, being a whore. That's no, no, like I, I, only, I felt like I felt like only thing I could bring to the table was good fucking. Damn. That was it. All right, now. No, this is just real. Like a lot of men. It's a movie that came out. I think it's Wesley Snipes in it, and what's the lady name from uh, Love and Basketball? Sana. It's a movie that got out together. And I saw that movie and I saw me. Mm. When I saw that movie, I was like, oh shit, I got to switch it up. Because I feel like the only thing I'm bringing to the table is good sex. Mm. I think I know the movie you're talking about. I can't remember the name. It wasn't like a high, high budget movie. Mm -hmm. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I had to change it up because, I don't know, man. I felt, I I thought sex could control. Mm-hmm. Mm. But a lot of men feel, feel like that. They feel like Real if they shit. if they laying Real pipe, shit. she yeah. ain't going nowhere. Yeah. She can't, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, it worked. and, and for yeah. some women, it does it work. It worked. It does. But it work. wasn't getting me nowhere though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Only headaches. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now you up my ass all the time. Mm. The fuck? Who is this? Who is that? Yeah. And see, I think that's been like my issue with guys is like I've always had the guys that feel like okay, I'm I'm, I'm laying good pipe, she's straight, but yeah. I've always been the woman that required more. Yes, you can't buy me and a bag and think figure... I'm a chill. You yep. can't throw me a wad of money and think I'm a uh-huh. chill. You can't pipe me down and think I'm a chill. I require your heart. Yeah. I require communication. Real... I require connection. Yeah. And the men that have been in my life couldn't give me that mm. at any point in time. I, well, I did it because you know I, I couldn't. I didn't have a heart to give. I had dick to give. I didn't have a heart to give, and that's understandable too. Straight up, and a lot that. of and and that's probably that was probably those guys' issues, yeah. you know, that I dealt with. That they they couldn't give I me anything. Else, else to you know what I'm saying? So, and I don't fault <laughs> you know them. Willing. They were or like weren't willing, and I don't fault them for that because right. it's a difference between can't this give and won't give. And won't ride. You know what I'm saying? Know, it's a difference. Yeah, we gonna so, get yeah. you, you know, go get you some food or something like that. We gonna get us things, but this me. Mm-hmm. Only thing you get for me, you know, is good sex. That's about <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, at a young age, you know, now I'm 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 in the age was like, man, look, I tell a woman straight up, I'm gonna fuck your life up. Who? 
That's oh man! I don't want to toxic fuck your life sex. up. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Ooh, what uh-uh. is it called? Toxic good sex. That's what it sounds no like. like this. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, a lot like, of times, the good sex. I've heard of toxic, toxic relationships, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and you know, I feel like we probably didn't we didn't discuss a lot of stuff tonight. Yes, we did. A lot of stuff Definitely. tonight, brothers. I hope um, I held us down. <laughs> What yeah. do you think, black man? Thank you, my brother. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. So, and uh, give it up for these queens on here. Give it up for the, the masculine. That's no longer traumatized. Yeah. 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 We are grateful for your grateful healing. for your honesty, your healing, yes. your words tonight. Yeah. It confirmed a lot of things, you know, from sure us both. Yeah. Um, so we definitely appreciate it. Thanks for letting me get my truth out. No, seriously. <laughs> I know this has been healing for you because it's definitely been healing for me. Yeah. And enlightening. Um, and enlightening yeah. at the same time. And, I you know, understand. our goal as a podcast mm-hmm. is for us to heal our community. Right. Because within the black community, a lot of these conversations are not being yeah. talked. They're not well, being had and they're not being discussed. Right. And nobody's that, wanting correct to. Correct that, though. So the community that want to heal. The community yeah, that wants to heal. That's right. So um no, of course, we definitely can't save everybody, but for those that are open to healing and mm. open to having this dialogue, please make sure that you like, subscribe, and follow yes. Chosen Rejects Podcast please on do. Facebook. Yes. Um, we have a YouTube page. Mm-hmm. We're going okay. to be having our um, Instagram page here soon. It's the boss. Um, follow us on. <laughs> Ain't nobody know. Uh, <laughs> follow us on Spotify as well. Um, so this episode will be uploaded in all those formats. And you know, you want to put your information out there. Yeah. Um. Just follow me on social media. Um. Am I? I'm sorry. I'm gonna give my rap name. <laughs> I gotta check. I'm sorry. I'm so used to that. Uh, Michael James presents. Michael James underscore presents, and that's my Instagram and Twitter and Facebook is Michael Sewell or Michael James. Uh, check out some of the movies. Definitely, because he's hey, he's a great actor, y'all. Yeah. He's this, ain't, in, this ain't the topic for this. Though. It ain't, but he <laughs> hey, y'all check y'all gotta check him out for sure. Um, my Instagram is the t h e e underscore Ashley underscore Aset, which is a u s e t. Um, my Facebook is Ashley Aset Moon. Um, hey, my TikTok is mm. Aset Moon. <laughs> um, let's see, that's about it. So yeah, follow me on all of those. Um, you'll get to get to my other pages through those pages as well. Like I said, we had a chosen rejects podcast page, so definitely um, subscribe and like and follow mm-hmm. for more. See, see what you wanna. You gonna plug What's your page? Plug your page. Yeah, y'all can follow me on Instagram at the house houseville h a u s of herbs and blooms for all your herbal needs. It's the herbalist here. All that organic non I'm the wardrobe stylist. She got all that. She made some good tea, y'all. She has some tea that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, the Ruby Bloom tea. Y'all check it out. Okay. No, it, it's yeah. awesome. It's yeah, some it's good tea. And also, if you're looking for a wardrobe stylist, I'm your girl. Yeah. But yeah, follow us and um, 
be looking forward to the next episodes coming up. We just trying yeah. to heal our people that right. are, are willing and open to these conversations. Mm-hmm. And we just want y'all to feel comfortable with this dialogue. So definitely follow us. Leave your comments. Leave your comments. Yeah, let us know. Sure. Let us subscribe know. and leave your comments. Tell a friend to tell a tell friend. A friend to tell a friend. Share. Yeah, let us know how this healed you. Let us know how this made what it made you think about. You know, just let us know and mm-hmm. be transparent with us. We can continue to be transparent yeah. with y'all. So soon we're gonna have call-ins. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. And we're gonna be we might even go live on Facebook and Instagram sometimes, however you wanna do yeah. it, YouTube. So mm-hmm. just be following us for more information. Yeah, um Episode two coming soon as well. So this one is called Masculine Trauma, in case y'all mm-hmm. forgot. Mm-hmm. And thank y'all Wait, so much for... Oh, you, you got something else to say? Question. Okay. Why did you name this Chosen Rejects? I named this Chosen Rejects because me, myself, I know that I am chosen for a higher purpose. I know that I was chosen by the Most High to do some work. Yeah. And... A lot of us people that are chosen by the most high are rejected in typical society. Talk your shit. And so mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. of the name. I was yeah. just in my car one day and I was thinking like I want to do a podcast and out of nowhere Spirit said Chosen Rejects. I ain't mm-hmm. never had an idea for that name ever and nothing. Mm. And Chosen Rejects was a thing and I got home and I put it in my phone notes mm-hmm. and everything and that's what it was and I literally been sitting on it for two years. And I waited till I moved back to Atlanta and I got around these awesome people that I work well with, that I get along with on a mm. personal level. Yeah. And Spirit said, it's time. Mm-hmm. So Everything's time. everything has That's aligned right. the way it needed to align. And I have some great people working with me in front of the camera, behind the scenes. And I'm grateful. I love these people. With we everything in me. Aww, and so, um, yeah. So y'all gonna see more from us. I mean, we have we all have our own personal endeavors as well, but as a collective, we are the, the chosen, chosen rejects. Podcast. Follow us. <laughs> and thank y'all so much for tuning in. Yeah, thanks everybody. Good night. Shout out to the team.